welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called, Whose Job Is It? So some time ago, a good friend of mine uh, came by and she was struggling with her marriage. And the short of it was that she was frustrated that her husband no longer makes her happy. And because we're really good friends and committed to reflecting the truth back to one another, my question for her was, is that really his job? So I believe in our culture, it's encouraged this kind of thinking, right? Looking outside of the self for someone or something else to make us happy. You know, I'd like to consider today the possibility that the very idea of this is backwards thinking. It's like we're being sent out on a wild goose chase. You know, A Course in Miracles tells us that the ego's mission is seek and do not find. Yeah, wild goose chase. You know, we've all heard the saying, no one else can make you happy, right? So it's not new information. And it is a fundamental truth. And yet, it still gets disregarded when it comes down to the practice of it, right? You know, marketing exploits this idea and it works. And it's all based on the premise that you're not enough. If you buy this thing, then you'll be okay, right? You're not enough just as you are. So yeah, it sells. And yet, does that thing ever really make you happy? You know, after my second marriage of almost 10 years, I took a long break from relationship because I pretty much didn't trust myself to choose a good mate at, the, at that point. So I turned my attention on myself. And it turns out that was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself. I'd been in a relationship pretty much full-time since I was 16, and there I was, 40 years old, not having a clue about what a healthy relationship even looked like and no idea (laughs) where to find one. And the first thing that I discovered was that I'd spent a whole lot of years looking for approval outside of myself, and yet I didn't even like me, right? I didn't even really know me very well. <laughs> and that was a pretty hard pill to swallow. You know, I had done enough self-help work up to that point to know that it was a problem and that I needed to solve it. So I vowed to myself then and there, to start a relationship with me. So I 
basically began with um, the simple but very brutal practice of looking at myself in the mirror every day. Not just looking at myself, but looking into my own eyes every day and saying, I love you, Kath. And at first, there was... It was, it was awkward. It was awkward because it wasn't actually true. So it felt uncomfortable, but I did it every day anyway. And after some time, maybe several weeks, something inside of me began to shift and I started to see myself differently. There was, there was this sweetness like an innocence that I could see in my eyes. And I'd never seen that before. (laughs) And down the line of doing this practice, I would get to the point where I would even, you know, hold my face with my hands like a mother would do for her child. Yeah, I, I began to mother myself. And what I realized in this process was that I I didn't actually ever receive this kind of mothering as a child. Not because my mom didn't love me, but maybe because she didn't really receive that kind of mothering from her mom. And regardless, <laughs> regardless, there was a part of me that was really longing for this kind of loving attention. And for the first time, I was getting it from myself. And, and it was amazing. <laughs> and, I, and I started doing other rituals too. Like I'd start taking myself on nice dates to fancy restaurants. I'd get all dressed up and ask for a table for one. Sometimes I'd even take my favorite book (laughs) and I felt so special. It was, it was just such a lovely treat, you know, and I'd go to all the yoga classes I loved and, um, I'd have dance parties with myself in the, in my house and light all the candles, set the mood, put on my favorite music. Yeah. All the things. So I really started loving hanging out with myself. And as an introvert, you know, I got, I got pretty comfortable with my me time. And I started to like it more than anything. Um, you know, and I, I even felt comfortable with the idea of not ever finding a mate. <laughs> I felt whole within myself. And this was so empowering. It's not that I only spent time by myself. I, I, you know, I had friends and I spent time out as well. Um, but I noticed that my relationships with other people were starting to deepen because of the relationship I was building with myself. You know, it was all those years when I was looking for something outside to complete me, you know, it, 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 you know, it was harder to be as present for, for the people in my life. 
but I was feeling so whole. I was just feeling whole and complete just as I, just as I was. And nothing had actually changed except that I had begun to turn my attention inwards rather than looking for something outside. Yeah, because I was so busy looking outside myself, I couldn't even see what was waiting for me here, here at home inside of me. Yeah, so it felt like a a coming home. And then one day I made a decision that the only way I would ever consider another relationship is that if it was going to be an ad, right? It was going to add something. I just, I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't willing to compromise myself as I had done in the past in relationship. You know, looking for love and approval in my mate. I just wasn't wasn't into that anymore. And because I already felt whole, you know, that was going to have to be somebody pretty special. So what I did was I made a list of all the things this mate would need to be for me in order for me to say yes to another relationship. And that list was three pages long. I remember one of my friends at the time saying to me, girl, don't you think that's a bit much to expect? And my answer was that I just wasn't interested in settling and I'd rather be alone. And I meant it. And sure enough, I had a date with my dream mate, who is now my husband, (laughs) in less than one month. I swear to you, it's amazing what happens when you aren't willing to settle, right? When you get really clear about what you want in your life and you just decide, you know what? I'm not willing to settle for anything less. You can do this with any area of your life. (laughs) I'm finding out. So what's the real point of my story here? So in all those past relationships, I was looking for someone to fill an empty space inside of me. And they couldn't do it. Even if they had tried, I was the only one who could do it. And the more I looked outside of myself for love, the more unhappy I I felt, you know, the more unfulfilled I was. And I'd blame them, yeah, for not being there for me, (laughs) which would push them away. But the truth was, I wasn't there for me. (laughs) I wasn't there for me. So, of course, I'm going to choose a mate that's not there for me. (laughs) Yeah, so moral of the story, true happiness comes from loving yourself, fulfilling your own needs. Yeah. Yeah. From feeling worthy of love because you were born that way. Yeah. No one else can make you happy. Only you can do that. Yeah. Turns out happiness is a choice. And it's the one you have to make every single day if you want it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
So whose job is it to make you happy? (laughs) Only yours. You hold the power. It's always been you. Yeah. Just got to bring that power back home. So take a really close look at how you may be giving your power to be happy away, even in little ways. (laughs) Maybe you're currently in a relationship where your partner, you know, can't get it right, you know, or maybe it's just sometimes they can't get it right to your standards or you wish they would fill in the blank. (laughs) You know, see if you can take a deeper look at what you might not be fulfilling in yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at yourself instead. I mean, that's a, that's more interesting. You know, stop thinking about what they're not doing and take a look at what you might not be doing, right? Another line from the Course um, is, whatever is missing in any situation is what I'm not giving. And this is a wonderful line to contemplate and a, and a tough one at first. Whatever is missing in any situation is what I'm not giving. Yeah, I mean, that was really tough for me at first because I'm such a giver, <laughs> you know, and in relationship, I would just give and give and give and it felt like I wasn't getting anything back. And so when I started to contemplate this line, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But if you look at it slightly differently, you know, it could be, what is it that I'm not giving to myself, you know, or how am I playing victim or how am I not extending compassion? (laughs) Yeah. So it's just an invitation to look closer at yourself, which is where, where you have power, right? Um, instead of pointing the finger at somebody else, which is making yourself the victim anytime you're pointing the finger. And that's the truth of it. That's the truth of it. You point the finger at them, you're making yourself a victim. That's not empowerment. That's the truth. It's just the truth. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you're feeling lonely and you wish you had a relationship, you know, and maybe you've been looking and looking and, um, feeling feeling like you really wish you could find it, but you're not finding it. Well, instead, try looking inside, right? Try enriching the relationship with yourself instead. I love what Byron Katie says. She says, be the love of your life. You know, because when you love yourself, You're opening yourself up to being loved. Yeah, it's really interesting now that I have this relationship that's actually healthy because I chose it from a healthy place, right? Um, It's interesting because that guy would love to be the one to make me happy. But the truth is, if I'm not choosing to be happy, there is nothing he can do to make it, to make me happy. You know, I actually have to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. Yeah. 
so interesting. You know, he can bring me all the flowers, do all the things for me. But if I'm not choosing to do it for myself, I won't even feel it. I won't even feel it. So nurture that relationship with yourself every single day. Make it your number one priority. And don't worry about looking outside for your soulmate. (laughs) Because if you don't fulfill the need inside yourself, you're not going to find, you know, you're not going to find it in your partner or in some future relationship, right? The emptiness will just still be there, waiting, waiting for you to fill it up. (laughs) I'm going to leave you with a a poem uh, from the Sufi mystic poet Rumi. Actually, just a line from the poem, and it goes like this. Lovers don't finally meet somewhere. They're in each other all along. Oh, (laughs) lovers don't finally meet somewhere. They're in each other all along. Yeah. So that perfect mate is just reflecting that love that you have for yourself. Yeah. Blessed be. If you're curious about life coaching, come visit me at thelifecoachingspot.com and I can't wait to meet you. Peace and blessings.